podcast. I'm a weird guy. On my podcast, I rhyme. Welcome, welcome to episode 39 of the Weird Podcast. I am your host, as per Dave Elliott. What's happening, guys? Hope you are well. Um, how are things going? Uh, he's feeling good. He's ready to smash the week if you're listening to the podcast really early in the week. Ooh, have you had a good week if you're listening towards the end of the week? And hey, if you don't listen at all, <laughs> fuck you. So, yeah, how are things, guys? I am feeling pretty sweet. Um, I know I said last week in the podcast, I have been, you know, basically putting out a call for questions on a Friday. And no one's been uh, coming back to me. And by the time I record, it's a Sunday. So... Now I've just actually gone and just straight up recorded on the Friday because, hey, I want to just have a good weekend. I want to chill out, want to relax, want to not be like, come Sunday night, up by lakes. I haven't gone around to record the podcast. And, hey, people need to hear the weird podcast. Like, if there wasn't a weird podcast, I think people would lose their mind. Like, it was bad enough that the World Cup had to come to an end. Like, and people were really into that. So it would be even worse if there was something that they're even more into than the World Cup, which would be my podcast ending, you know what I mean, it would just be selfish of me, and it would be, look, all I'm saying is the world these days, It's a, it can be kind of dark, you know, people aren't, there's not a lot of positivity about the place, and they don't need one more problem added to that list, they don't need the weird podcast out of the ether, so hey, I'm back again, you know, this is what, what I'm going to do, I'm going to cheer people up, I'm going to just keep, um, Chatting weird shit, really. Do you know what I mean? Whatever comes into my mind. Um, as I think it was uh, Isaac Newton once said, you know, it's straight from the top of my dome as a rock, 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 rock the microphone. You know, that's the sort of impact I'm having these days. I'm like a modern-day Isaac Newton. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's how I, what I tell myself anyway when I'm in weird moments of clarity. Busy, busy week, once again, I'm flat out these days, and I love it, I love being busy, I love um, having my uh, my mojo, I love having me mojo back, mate, I love having me spunk, because I found, like, on the build-up to my show, I was all stressy and all about it, I was like, I would try and sell tickets to my show, but I don't want to have to worry about that side of things, because I just want it to be a funny show, and get it recorded, so it looks good, so I can do more shows, whereas... That ended up finishing. I was like, oh, there's all my energy. <laughs> Gone. But hey, guess what? I just sacked off all that material. Just fucked it in a... I just fucked it in an old storage container. Just stuck it in the storage container. Fire load of formaldehyde in with it. Some bleach or whatever else. You, I don't know. I've never killed a body and dissolved it before. But that was the reference I was going for. I'm just... this Dissoning. Uh, dumping. Uh, murdering and erasing all my old material and starting from scratch and I feel like I've had a pretty pretty good week for that I feel like there's been things in my mind that I, that I've made into good material so I'm just going to be gigging over the next while normally I throw in uh, gigs and stuff at the end of the podcast but guess what I'm doing at the start of this week because it's a weird podcast I can do what I want I can flip it from back to front front to back do you know what I mean I can do that so my gig's coming up this Wednesday I'll be in Lavery's. Um, I don't know the lineup yet, but I'm, all I know is I'm going to be there. So, you know, 
anyone else saw, it's not really my problem. It's just all I know is I'll be there. So, you know, do what you want with that information. Uh, but it's always going to be fun. Lavery's a great club. Love that shit. It's probably, yeah, it's, it's my favourite club. Like, let's face it, it's the best. Most fun to hang around with. Get to go. Do stand up. Hang out with your mates. Good night out. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm also, I, I don't know the, the gist of this. All I know is I'm supporting Shane Todd uh, in Doll on the 10th of August. You know, hey, never been to Doll before in my life. Don't know what Doll is. I thought it was like some kind of thing that like your granny would make for you if you're a little girl. But now I know it's a place, and I'm playing there on the 10th of August. And then just to keep that sweet vibe going, hey man, so dope that chat. Yeah, I should kill myself for speaking like that. Um, I'm at the Stand Hall Festival on Saturday, the 11th of August. Um, I've actually gigged it up before. It's a bit of a, a bit of a cool, hip, funky place where all the cool, hip funky people go stick some wellies on listen to like fucking toot pot and the bottle fish or whatever the fuck the bands are called these days and then if you don't fancy listening to that weird shit pop in this side tent and see your boy tell jokes a couple of other comedians on with me as well shane being one of them um and i'm not too sure of the rest of the lineup but i know i know it's a decent enough lineup state of goose are on they're a, a young sketch group i believe um, I don't know what to do on, on live stage, not seen them before, but I've seen some of their videos and they're funny guys, so I'd be keeping me out in them if I were, were yourselves. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a real dope time. I've also some TSG, F, Y, Y, M, F. I think that's top secret gossip for you, y'all motherfuckers. And that is that there's potentially going to be uh, a new comedy club come to Belfast that there might be a, a guy that looks a lot and sounds a lot and is me going to be booking and working on so that would be great because hey let's face it we're in a capital city Belfast's a capital city and there's only like a few clubs on you know if your acts like myself or any of the squad or the boys or any other acts coming up there's not enough gigs to to get on regularly and be honing your craft so the more clubs that start off the b- the better it is for us and hopefully when the clubs get kicking off they can keep you know being on the regular so there's an, it'd, be, it'd be great if you could gig every night that'd be t- tipped off obviously not every night for me because uh you know my dad and shit but if that hopefully is what i wanted to become a full-time job hopefully that's not too far away for me at the minute a few few a few irons in the fire one old bastard of a few irons in the fire that um you know maybe if i pull them out they might be hot <laughs> either way i'll still test it on my tongue so i'll either have have no 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 hot iron in my mouth will taste slightly metallic or i will uh, scald my tongue possibly uh give myself third degree burns and need it removed which, uh, if you listen to Stardust podcast, might not be the ba- the worst thing in the world to happen. I did notice actually my voice went um, went rather Peter Robinson, former leader of the DUP. There, standard DUP type voices. This kind of uh, always annoyed about things. Guess what, yo man? More DUP in the in the news this week. Being fucking stupid. Like you know what? It's getting to the point where. I just am switching off from all politics over here. I hate it that much. It's like all these people just riding high on these big, big high horses. All these politicians on their high horses taking brown envelopes from people. Um, 
not going to their day jobs and then just, you know, flat out coming up with dumb shit. Like, you know what? There's a bus stop named Short Strand. Guess what? I don't give one fuck about that. You know what I mean? So, so big deal. You know what I mean? Emma Pengelly's been out being like, uh, someone's written into me saying that they're not happy at the Short Strand bus stop just outside of Short Strand. It's called Short Strand. Should be called Albert Bridge Road. Hey, go to work. <laughs> you know, get your colleagues to go to work. <laughs> you know, just just, uh, just do that. Do you know what I mean? I can't actually believe. Like, I went through a period of finding it quite amusing. I was like, oh, this is good. These jerks don't go to go to work. That's fine. Uh, it's kind of funny, isn't it? But now it's not fucking funny at all. It's actually friggin' ridiculous. And you know what? Even more ridiculous. Hey, get this podcast shared to the thousands of people, like one point eight million or wherever the fucker is in this country. Here, guys, see if you vote for like shit parties that are currently supposed to be running the country. Newsflash: Don't do it. Do you know what I mean? What I would just love would be like loads of people. With no healthcare, no houses, um, no education, just sitting on the street with their flags around them. That would be them happy on both sides. There you go, you just you sit by the side of the road in your tricolour and just you sit by the side of the road in your union flag. And you should be happy because that's what it all boils down to. Stubbornness and bitterness. Get past it. Get fucking people, get, get people operations when they need them. You bastards. You know what I mean? fucking thieving fucks does my head and like, I bet if, if I were to go take myself into a tea room because hey guess what that's what sort of establishment that I like to drop into I like to drop in I like to chill I like to eat tray, eat tray bakes and I like to drink tea what's it to you motherfucker you know what I mean that's how I like to chill out I'm gangster that way I'm like Tony Soprano I'll go into the tea room I'll sit down and then the, the waitress will come over and go hey can I get you and I'll go I want a pot of tea Give me a pot of tea and you got a, they got some kind of Malteser, tray bake or something. And she'd be like, oh, we don't actually have, have any Maltesers left. And I'll go, ah, ah, okay, I guess uh, you got a, a caramel square with a brownie base. She'd be like, no, that's kind of, that's pretty bespoke that. Um, I think, you know, just a regular caramel square or chocolate brownie. And I go, ah. Ah, okay, okay. Do you got uh, do you got to give me one of those uh, Iraqi roads? And then she'd be like, oh, I've got your Rocky Road. And I go, ah, oh, that's great. Give me a Rocky Road and a cup of tea. It's a pot of tea. Come on, that's it. And I'd be getting it. I'd be pouring the tea in. I'd be drinking it. And I'd be enjoying it. And then, when all was said and done, you know what I would do? I'd get up and leave without paying. And guess what happened to me? I'd probably be arrested and put in jail for theft because I didn't pay for my tray bake and I didn't pay for my tea. I stole it. Just like each and every one of our MLAs are stealing from the taxpayer. Thieves doing nothing, taking money, going on holidays to Thailand with our money. Well, I'm trying to pay my fucking tax and the bloody HMRC, the worst fucking, like, I've got all my dough that I want to pay, all this, my friggin' millions that I make from stand-up that I want to pay to HMR, uh, HMR, fuck those guys, the HMRC, 
and it's fucking it's made it so difficult to do it. So I've had to literally print the form and fill it out by hand, like we special dunce. I'm embarrassed. But yeah, they don't let me away with that because I'm not a politician, not a member of a party who uh, can just do all kinds of flipping sly stuff. Do you know what I mean? I, I hate our uh, our politicians at the minute, you know? And I just think that the whole thing about this bus stops just fucking ridiculous. Like, fucking, it's ridiculous the way people get on here. And no one calls them the task. And unfortunately, people just keep fucking seeing dickheads in. Do you know what I mean? It's bullshit. We just, what I think we should do is just start from scratch. Start again have like a Hunger Games or some shit never watched the Hunger Games don't know what point of reference I'm trying to make but I effectively I just mean let's just kill everyone survival of the fittest start again because I do worry I do worry that things in the world are getting fucking terrible like getting to the point of no return like I saw this thing this week that um Again, I just don't know how to react to something. I see social media phenomenons, things, always challenges. Have you done this challenge? Nah, because guess what? I have actual shit to do in my life. The challenge I saw this week was uh, some Drake song, In My F- in my Feelings chal- Challenge. Like, I thought the In My Feelings Challenge would be something, you know, maybe talking about how you feel. You know, maybe if you're feeling a bit down, get out and chat about it, make every, do a favour. Nah, dickheads dancing outside a car, a shit song. And it's like, Kiki, do you love me? Fuck you. I'm a sad thing. Fuck that. Rap is, is dead. As we know, it's dead. I know I joked about 6 9 in the Boytown podcast. 6 Nine's one of the best friggin' rappers out there. Any shit? He's fucking terrible. His music, some of his songs, decent beats, but uh, shit. I think somewhere in like the mid noughties, just rapping died and became this whole flipping shit phenomenon it is now. You know? That challenge. People doing the challenge. Always people that do challenges are all just... They're the sort of people that they're just one of these people that are naturally annoying. If you do that challenge, you're naturally annoying. Like it's not something I'd be like, oh class, did you do that feel, feeling me challenge or whatever? And you'd be like, oh, I check a video and I'd be going, oh, it's class. You'll now be like, why are you doing that, you fucking weird person? Do you know? And also, the, it's a health and safety concern because it involves doing this stupid dance outside a moving car. What would be good? Obviously, I've I've watched videos of people have been hit by cars. Ha! Superb Photoshop edit or whatever the fuck it is. But for real, that should happen, or else people should just be allowed to go up behind them and strike them in the back of the head with a fucking old two by four with barbed wire wrapped around it, Mick Foley style. Should doink. Stop doing those challenges. Like I was wondering, what's going to be next? We've had the Harlem Shake thing. We've had the. Uh, the mannequin challenge, which I hated. Oh, let's all stay still and make it look like fuck off. Or doing the ice bucket challenge for you'd be like, what? What are you? What are you even doing it for? The people initially doing it did it apparently for charity, but now you're just some we we fuck with and the four winds firing ice water over you out of a B and Q orange bucket, you dick. And then going, oh, there's a blue wicket for me. Fuck off. Challenges. I'm. D- See, when I see stuff like this that I don't understand, that's what it is. I'm just an old guy. I'm not down with it anymore. See, if I knew what it was and I was right involved with it, I'd probably enjoy it. But now, nah, f- I'm too old for that shit now. I can't, I can't abide by it. And, and like I said, my rap music's dying. All this mumble rap now. F- it just hate, It's like any song 
that I ever hear is the same beat and the same sequence and they're always talking about shit stuff like Facebook and Instagram. I got no DMs for you. I have my DMs up poop. Facebook is shit. You are a Jew. You know, it's that's a da 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 Sounds like a start of another song. Sit on my dick. Sit on my dick. Fart on my dick. Ace the boo. I really love you, baby. Kiss. I'd be even better at what they should do to mumble rap. Make it into a kiss song. Make it fucking far better. All these guys can't actually rap, just make themselves look really ridiculous, ridiculous and sweet. You get around it, and then you end up liking it. Do you know what I mean? And you go, it is shit, but you like it. And that's what happened to me at 6 9 It's like, this guy's a jerk. Also, he's entertaining, he's weird. What's the shit he's doing? And the songs are alright. He's the only one I like. Like all those other guys, Lil Pump and all those little fuckwit and little pussy dick and shit. I hate those guys. Like, oh, man clit and all these dudes. I don't know. Just call yourself something normal. Like, rappers in the old days used to, like, people that did hip-hop and stuff used to just have, have legit real names. Joe Budden. You know, he's... He's got, like... Just be a rapper and call yourself Barry. Bar. <laughs> yeah, man. Just call yourself Barry Nelson. Just... Who's this guy? I'm Barry Nelson. Where are you from? From a hood, mate. <laughs> and then just have your rap song. Yeah. And now in the charts, we have the latest banger by Barry Nelson. Hey, I've got some stains on my pants. Oh, I think I did a big shit. Oh, I drive a car in my drive. Oh, I should be buried alive. Nice one, Barry Nelson. Haha, <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Losing a run of ourselves, that's what's happening. I just think as we people just oh, offended at everything. Listen to me, I'm turning the real girl. I actually, for, for those of you listening to the podcast and not watching online, because hey, guess what? There is no video podcast. It's just me and my garage. I've crossed my arms there and I'm about to go into another rant there. Here, there's another thing. See you people that are fucking sensitive about everything. Here's something to sensitize. Sensitize my fucking hole and sniff at a close range, you bastard. Oh, I lose my, I lose bloody rag sometimes. People are just such fucking idiots. It's just dawned on me. I'm literally looking at my toolbox in a garage. Crossed arms. Getting raging about the kids of today. Looking at my uh, garden brush being like, oh, there's definitely leaves out the back that need brushed up. I'm an old bass. I'm old now. I'm just an old guy. I'm officially out of touch. I'm, an, I'm coming out. I'm going to have a coming out party. I'm going to come out as an old guy. <sighs> it's over for me. Like I thought, when I had a kid, hey, I'd still be, I'd be the, I'd be the hippest, most raddest dad in town. And you should know that I'm not the most hippest and raddest dad in town because I describe myself as the most hippest, raddest guy in town, which automatically makes me some BFLF, a big fat loser freak. Ugh, awful. Not a lot makes me happy. I mean, I get happy when I get five minutes to sit down. That's that's what makes me real happy these days. Just to sit down and go ah. And invariably when you get that moment of sitting down going, ah, you get shouted out about something. You go, here, have you got brought the bins in? And then you go, ah, but like I haven't. 
I'll get them later, love. And she's like, nah, they need to be brought in now because um, I need to put some fucking twigs in it or some shit or some, I don't know. I kind of feel a wee bit like Trump when it comes to my recycling. As much as I do it and I obey by the rules, I kind of like to just be one big dump. Everything. I want it all in the same dump. Put it in the bin. Throw it at the dump. And grab her by the pussy. Grab her by the pussy. Both flaps through the fingers. Tight grip. Pull. Tie the pussy up like a refuse bag. Tie it up like a bin bag. And fuck the bin all in the same stuff. Yeah. But stress me having so many bins. Three bins. A recycling pot. And then that wee compost thing. It just stinks as shit. 24-7. No matter what you put in that. You just drop strawberries in that. Open it the next day. You've literally just opened the portal to the underworld. A gaping hole of shite. Lives inside that little compost box. Oh. Dread. And like you would rather just fuck your rubbish into the bin with everything than have to go into that compost box. Do you know what I mean? Like I have a weak stomach. Although it's large and in charge, it's weak. Like I see something squeamish and I poke. I was subjected to watch Dr. Pimple Popper TV show this week. It just sounds like some sort of fucking tongue twister. Dr. Pimple Papa. Dr. Pimple Papa Bippin' Baka Nicka Baka Glory Baby. And that is fucking completely disgusting. Hey guys, what I'm also going to do, um, just as I realised there, is stop swearing as much. I think I've said fuck away 50 times. I think I've said fuck as many times as Amon said it in the song. Fuck you, don't want you back. You burnt bitch, I heard a story. Yeah, I'm going to stop doing that. But I'm so much, so many things I'm just pissed off at this week. I'm, when I get pissed off, I fuck. Do you know what I mean? When I'm annoyed, guys, I start fucking everywhere. You know, if I get pissed off in the street, I'll fuck. I'm just always fucking. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm always pissed off. And that's just how it goes. But yeah, what's that show? And like, how it's a show, I don't know. Jesus, somebody just bursting spots and just pushing gross stuff from other people's bodies. Even if it isn't spots, she cut a big cyst out of this woman's neck. And I was like, shit. You've just, like, you've just basically taken the quirky feature that made Quasmo, which is short for Quasimodo. From the Hunchback of Notre Dame, you're taking his quirky standout feature that hey would put him above the crowd on the likes of Tinder in the current day. Do you know what I mean? And it's gross. It's all yellow. Like why is everything that comes from the human body below the skin yellow or brown? It's disgusting. It's either shit color or yellow. And like any time I'm sick, it's yellow, and I don't eat a lot of yellow food. It freaks me out. And in spots, like I tell you what. I like to squeeze my own spots. It's a nice oh yeah feeling when it pops. But even someone else's, nothing makes me sick. The thought of someone else's spot bursting on me, I think I would genuinely, I'd have to jump on my own sword. And by that I mean drop to a low squat, press through my legs as powerful as I could from a frog jumping perspective, from a, from a, a frog leap into the sky. You know what to do with your arms. I've said it before. Hold them by your side and just allow gravity to spike your head and neck and the ground break your neck and kill yourselves you know i want to try defying gravity <laughs> dead and that's what i feel like doing what's that dr pimple popper i need something else to watch i feel like um my fiance is just dominating television these days like she is just 
she picks the shows we watch and I feel like I need to come back and pick an absolute winner, winner chicken dinner on Netflix. So any of you guys, I need to tell you what I'm into first. I'm into like, I like, if I'm watching something like a series, I like it to be crime based. I like it to be in, like a thriller. Like I'd watch specials, like Netflix specials and stuff, like comedy. But that's only by myself, believe it or not. My fiance, not a major fan of stand-up comedy, despite meeting her future husband at a stand-up comedy gig. So ungrateful, actually, she is. If it wasn't for stand-up comedy, she wouldn't have all this jelly, which is from the song Bootylicious, but also jelly's what hides my six-pack around my belly, this big belly jelly, male belly jelly. You know, that's what, what guards the crown jewels. Is this belly jelly? I don't think you're ready for belly jelly. From Uncle Ellie. With the belly jelly. Nelly. If you want to come and take a ride with me. My name's Nelly and I got belly jelly. With Uncle Ellie. Yeah. Probably a smelly like if you cut it out. Because hey. I would say if you cut through my belly jelly. And popped it out. It'd be yellow. Just lumps of yellow stuff. And Dr. Pimple proper. Fuck. I can't say it. Peter Piper picked a pack of Peter Piper picked a pack of go fuck yourself, man. Because who who invents tongue twisters? That's what someone like. There's a dude out there inventing tongue twisters, being like, hell, I've got a new one today. <laughs> Tim Terrence, the Terrence Timber man from Tennessee, tried to tomp on a fuck. Just don't do it. Stop making tongue twisters. I mean, the only thing your tongue should be twist, twisting around is a nice cold lollipop in this hot weather you know or if you don't like cold lollipops find yourself something else to suck on it's a bit warmer bottom says don't write tongue twisters and don't make me watch the pimple pop dr pimp dr pimple pop pimple popper don't make me watch pimple popper hey don't make hey baby don't make your papa watch pimple popper Papa ain't gonna watch no pimple papa with no playboys player. Pimple popping pussy ass. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Help me out, guys. Help me out. I'm losing my mind again. Give me something to watch on Netflix that I can actually get my fiance involved in. It's not pimple popper. Or any other shit. ER. She's watching those now. She's a nurse. Watches ER. We're talking about bringing her work home. Oh, that's right. She's been off for like a year because we had a baby and stuff. Sly. Get back to work. Give me a TV back. Let me play FIFA again, fuck's sake. Um, but yeah. And also, to be fair, the one show that we do watch together that I actually do enjoy is coming to an end on Monday. That's right. Love Island. I've, I've come out as an old man in this podcast today. And I came out as a Love Island fan, I think two weeks in a row. And nobody has uh, at all engaged with me on social media or anything about that. I don't think you guys are too proud of me being a Love Island fan, it appears. But yeah, it's coming to an end on Monday. And you know what? Here's the truth. I don't give a one fuck who wins. Because I don't think there's anyone in it that I really like. Apart from Alexandra, if you know what I mean. But nah, as, like, as couples, not so keen on any of them. Laura, the Scottish one. Here's the deal with her. I'm just going to, by the way, if you don't listen to Love Island, switch off now. Don't really switch off because this will be entertaining nonetheless. Laura, it's just, I, I'm going to give you my opinions on people and why I don't like them. Scotch Laura 
I think she's psycho. Anyone she's been with, Navilla, Wes, or New Jack, she just fucking went mental on them and made it hard for them to like her. And then obviously they, they met other girls that were more sound and made them look like dicks for going with them. But ultimately, Laura would be really fucking hard work. And it's been proven to this point she is that. So don't like her. And then she's with some new guy. And hey, guess what? He's fit, but I don't know his name because that's how exciting he is on the show. But obviously she's gone with him because he's a bit older. They obviously put him in for her. So they'll not win. No one gives a fuck about them. Jack and Danny, everybody loves it. Oh, Jack and Danny, they're so romantic. Guess what? Also, two melters. That's a, whenever they did the lie detector test. I've never seen anyone more psychotic than Danny. The guy answered a question about something that hasn't even happened yet, and he got it wrong, and she lost the, the rag on him. Then when she was like, hey, Jack, I'm a bit annoyed at you. Literally, he fully fucking, he lost the plot, like an absolute melter within a heartbeat. She was like, Jack, can you not see I'm upset? And he's like, what do you, what, what do you said about Mr. Defensive? You know what I mean? More solid defense than Arsenal in the late 90s. Jack. But that's why I don't like those two. They'll win it, like, but, you know, they'll, they'll also split up in the real world because Jack wears the worst sunglasses and genuinely has worse style than me. And Danny Dial knocks, fuck it. Oi, Jack, you won't go to my daughter, mate. Sat my balls. You won't fucking go out my door, I suck my balls. I'm the fucking daddy, suck my balls. You can't. Who else do we have? Um, oh, Kaz. Kaz and Josh. Ugh. Two more sickly smug fucks I haven't seen in my life. They turn me. Yeah, we're in love. Yeah, yeah, I get it, but hey, I'm watching this for entertainment. I don't want to see you just sucking each other's necks and telling you to love each other. Get in the pool and stay under the water for 15 minutes. That's what you two should do. Next, Alex and Alexandra. Alexandra, the only one I like in it. A nice, genuine girl. Dr. Alex, closeted homosexual guy. Vindictive, controlling, manipulative. And hey, guess what? First and foremost, ugly and shit banter. Do you know what I mean? That guy's just stayed in there by people thinking, oh, he's this lovable dope. He's a fucking doctor. You don't be a dope if you're a doctor. He um, is one piece of shit. And I'm glad he screwed himself by dumping Alexander. I'm glad because he ain't going to get no legit love in the outside world because people are going to look at him going, this guy's an absolute ball bag. And quite rightly so. Because, you know what I mean? I have this motto that I've lived my life by. It was something that um, my great my great auntie Sadie used to, used to tell me. God rest her soul, died 96 years old. Great aunt Sadie, always full of wisdom. She said, if you see a ball bag, call it a ball bag. You know what I mean? And I was like, what exactly do you mean, auntie Sadie? And she went, if you see a ball bag... You call it a ball bag. And I was like, is that kind of like call spade a spade? And she went, nah, it's called ball bag a ball bag. A screw to screw. That's about the only way you can change it. Out into the real world and be honest about that. And hey, I've seen Dr. Alex and that guy's a ball bag and call him a ball bag. And guess what? I hope he goes out tonight. But obviously, when you're listening to it, it could be very well be Monday when Love Island does end. So invariably, everyone will be going out. But guess what? For the first time, your boy is recording this podcast on time, on a Friday, so I can enjoy my weekend, 
oh, I just nod my head so ferociously there, like I'm fucking fan of Papa Roach. I tear my heart open, I sew myself shut. My, yeah, I lost myself there, my head banging. But yeah, that's Love Island coming to an end, and I'm winding it up. And I'm about to be winding this episode up. Um, two, let me see. Last but not least. In fact, guess what? If you haven't liked and subscribed the page on iTunes, you know what's going to happen? All I'm saying is I'm friends with the Russians. They may very well come after you and poison you. <laughs> so get your wee cute bottoms over to uh, iTunes and um, get on Dave Ellis Weird Podcast and subscribe and rate it as well because um, the better rating I get the better it is for the podcast and I'm putting a bit of work into it now I'm actually delivering it every week and next week's episode 40 of the weird podcast whoa the big 4-0 I'll accept gifts buy me some send me them make me pictures of the, me on like weird things that are appropriate to the podcast do that that's what I'd like to see Um, but that's next week so get on give me a 5 star review I'll read out any reviews that I get and this week I have one new review Wait. And it's from Fund 101, which I don't know whether it's some sort of benefactor or it's somebody whose name's like Derek or something with a D and they're fun. And it's just fun D and not fund. Who might know? But what I do know is they have they have great reviews. They've they've said that my podcast is bespoke and sublime content, which let's be fair, call a ball bag a ball bag. Um, brings pleasure to me every week makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside and I'm glad I'm spreading the joy thank you for that and thank you for the review and any of you guys that haven't listened to it because hey I see the viewing figures every week you can't view it but you can listen but I call it viewing figures because it's a weird podcast couldn't call it what I want so you know if you're listening just take two minutes out of your day and go and review it write a a funny wee retort or some shit on, on iTunes and I'll read it out and then Subscribe and SoundCloud and all too, just for the fucking sake of it, you know. Just go ahead and do it if you just want, like you know. Or tell people about the weird podcast, get them to tune into it, and then keep asking questions because questions uh, are the best part, you know. And that's what I like to finish the podcast on is like engaging with you guys and giving you some questions. Um, and by questions I mean answers because I'm losing my mind like Drake. And his key key, and he should just draw his keys across his neck real quick until he bleeds out in the street, yeah. Anyway, listeners' questions. Us is like Sir Alex Ferguson on that. Hello, is Alex Ferguson here? I'm just wanting to say thank you so much for the support that you've shown me following my illness and. Cohen United, I love the boy Rooney. Good luck to Rooney in America. And I'll be back soon at Old Trafford watching the football. See you later. Right, questions first. I'll go to Twitter because, hey, guess what? Twitter was so dick and shit for questions this week. Didn't appreciate that. Um, But Judith, at wee Judy, um, she's a weirdo, you know? Friend of the show, weirdo. That's what I like to call you. She said, hey, physique guy, I'm physique girl. I just wish that was it. Hey, physique guy. <laughs> I'm a physique girl. Should we meet up? <laughs> yeah. Okay, sweet. No, she said, hey, physique guy. I'm a physique girl. Wondering what podcast do you like to listen to? And do you, like me, listen at the gym? Um, 
First thing I'll say, very rarely I would listen to podcasts at the gym. I find uh, that like I prefer music in the gym. Like it, it just gets me going a bit. Gets the blood pumping, um, and I prefer listening to that sometimes. Like if I'm doing, you know, if I'm doing um, like steady state cardio, uh, I would do like listen to the podcast from time to time where I'm not like I'm just on a cross trainer for like an hour. I've listened to podcasts, and in terms of podcasts. What do you like? Do you listen to the gym or what podcast do you like? Well, I'll give you a fitness podcast that I quite like. I like the Industrial Strength Show, which is done by a like a celebrity trainer, like functional strength trainer, Joe DeFranco. Check that out if you're interested in your training. He breaks down everything and gets you pretty pretty pumped up for the gym, pretty motivated whenever you're trying to stick to it. Um, in terms of other podcasts. On a weekly basis, the sort of ones that I would just I would in fact I'll go and have a look and tell you exactly what I listen to. Um I listen to Tiger Belly, which is Bobby Lee's podcast, the comedian, American comedian, I listen to that every week. And I listen to Congratulations, Crystal Lee's podcast every week as well, which is great. Um and I've started to listen to Joey Diaz a bit more, the church of what's happening now. I sometimes find it's a bit you know sometimes he, his stories are a bit hard to listen to like, I'll listen to him if you've got a good guest on and then luckily you've got of course you've the Boytown podcast which I think is the best podcast in the world um, starring two local comedians probably um, you know very talented guys and also there's a few other local podcasts I listen to as well like Collins General Banter podcast I dip in and out of from time to time um, as well so yeah, there's lots out there, um, and they'd be the ones I would listen to the most, but the main ones I'd listen to are the Industrial Strength Show, Tiger Belly, and Congratulations, I'd listen to those every week, and then I'd listen to Boytown and all, the odd occasion, this podcast back, just to make sure I've not said anything to get me in trouble, because sometimes that happens, sometimes I say things in a jest, or in a jokey manner, and people get offended, and uh, I remember I was in a meeting once, BBC about something is pitching an idea to them and they were like um yeah interesting that you should um interesting that you should pitch this idea considering you were slandering us on a podcast as a like, yo man that's not the way it was that's just the way it came across hey comic podcast joking you know chill out a bit um but what can you do and also speaking chill out a bit Peter McEldowney listener to the podcast he um had done quite a nice tweet about myself and a few of the other local comedians. Um, he sort of said, this, basically, he said a rant that I think at some point we've maybe all had. It's Maybe there's not enough local content being seen on television. And he said, basically, there's a load of talent here. There's myself, Shane, Mickey, um, Aaron McCann, Kieran Bartlett, Rory Woods, blah, blah, blah. And he said we're some of the best stand-ups in the world. Peter, I think you might lost your on yourself. We're decent, but some of the best stand-ups in the world, I don't know. And uh, But you won't see them on BBC and I because of the people in charge there. You know, I don't really think that is the, the case. I just think that there's so little um, space on television, unfortunately, for the likes of us to do a great deal. Do you know, I think it's mostly the audience that watches TV nowadays wants the 
the classics, the give me head pieces, the blame games, they want the topical stuff. That's what they want. It hits great figures and that's you know what they get in the TV. But luckily enough, we live in a time whereby we can do stuff online ourselves or with things like tight shorts and whatnot. So, you know, I'm not all that disheartened at the minute. You know, there was a time I was like, I'll never get anything made ever. But now I'm like, you know, I can just do it myself. If I want to make more videos, I can put them out myself. Eventually, that'll lead to something. Because yeah, I always have the mantra, if it's good enough, it'll get somewhere. That was one of my always had said, like, you know, focus on the content. Make sure it's funny, first and foremost. And the rest will follow. And also, call a ball bag a ball bag. That's what I would take out of that. It wasn't even a real question, that one. Um... Another question on Twitter, but it wasn't really a question as such. It was just, um, I think, a statement saying, Dave, can you address the majestic bear that is Killian Dane? He's surely your spirit animal. Whether this be on the Boytown podcast on your own, it has to be discussed. Surely you've got to be dreaming of slamming guys down with the famed Ulster plantation. Yeah, Killian Dane's is big Belfast wrestler in the WWE and he's a huge big hairy bear he used to go by the name Big Damo because hey he's big and his name's Damon or whatever or Damien and uh, yeah he's over killing it in WWE and he's definitely a big hairy man with a beard much like me he would actually probably dwarf me because he's about 6 foot 8 or some shit or 7 foot and uh, he's a scary guy I don't know if he'd be my spirit animal because he's a bit too um He's a bit too rough around the edges for me to be totally honest with you, Dean. I feel um I'm a bit more softer and a bit more, you know, maybe like somebody like possibly a replacement act on Queer Eye would be more suitable to be my spirit animal. But yeah, I get what you mean and I do enjoy him. And I just think again, there's a lot of like local dudes who wrestle and are doing real well for themselves and not a lot of people really see it because there's not that big a, uh, you know, 12 year old boy market out there you know so but yeah he's uh yeah he's doing great and you know i would like to i'd like to have him the podcast certainly and also yeah peter thanks for what you said but again i can't really be getting into on twitter get myself flipping sacked by the by the powers that be sacked from something that i'm not involved in yet that's the cruel world we live in guys let me see what else we have. Load of questions today. Here, guys, there's a load of ones. Chris Barr said, Hey, Dave, hope you had a good week. Check out what the Smack That Singer's getting up to these days. And um, for those of you who don't know who the Smack That Singer is, shame on you. Akon, Smack That, all on the floor. Aww. Um, I actually think I know what he's been up to. Last time I saw Akon was just trying to get cheap electricity for the whole of the continent of Africa and try and make uh, homes that had zero electricity or on water equipped for that. Akon's just going around being the number one humanitarian guy in the world. So what's he up to now, Chris? Let me see. Musician Akon is creating a futuristic city in his own cryptocurrency in Senegal. Of course he is. Rapper Akon is building a new futuristic crypto city in Senegal, which will trade exclusively in his own digital cash currently currency called <laughs> Acoin. <laughs> I love that Acoin. The US-born singer, who's of Senegalese descent, says his futuristic city will be built on a 2,000-acre land gifted to him by the president of Senegal, Macky Sall. I love that. What's your name? Oh, I'm Mackie Saul. And who are you president of? Senegal. Alright, okay, I'm Mackie Saul of Senegal. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
Um, according to its official website, the city will be a five-minute drive from the West African state's new international airport. While the city project is still in development, Acoin is expected to launch in early July. Hey, I might get online and buy myself some Acoin, invest in, in them. The singer, real name, Alium Thiam. Uh, is it Ali, Alium, Alium Thiam or Thiam? Thiam, I'll say Alium Thiam, but that's why he calls himself Acoin, because that name's fucking hard to say. Unveiled plans for the city and its currency, during a panel at the Cannes Lions Festival of Creativity, which ended on Friday. Cool. I thought there was just the Cannes Film Festival. I didn't realise that there was Cannes Lions Festival of Creativity, which obviously if you're going to have a festival of creativity, your boy is no longer locked up. Akon, he's free and he's just sorting the situation. Like Akon is more recognised as a businessman than a musician these days, which I must say I'm upset about. His most recent venture is Acon Lighting Africa, as we said, which is providing solar power to African countries. Now he has turned his attention to digital currencies and his underlying blockchain technology. Acon argues that blockchain can enable Africans to become less dependent on their governments. Uh, Acon, I don't think you want to be starting coups in African countries. See those a lot of those African countries? They don't need a second invitation to start a coup, my man. Those guys are flipping... They're ready to go at all times. They do not like their government as it is. So now you're starting up the A-coin. They won't even need their governments. Those babies getting overthrown. Huh. I think blockchain and crypto could be the saviour of Africa in many ways. Because it brings power back to the people. Cryptocurrency and blockchain technology offer a more secure currency. That enables people in Africa to advance themselves. Independent of the government. Acon, the uh, uh, Acon are the event held in the French city of Cannes. That was bad English and not written well, CNN. Not Chris, you give me a story, but CNN fucked it up. Anyway, he basically says this is a great idea. And, yeah, he's just taking... He's, Acon is just the businessman. But what Chris wants to know from me is, if I could build a city, what would it be called and what would it consist of? Hey, whoa. My city would be called... L.A. And it would be like E-L-L. Because my name name's Elliot. And A would stand for I. So really it would, my city would be called L-R. And it would consist of, you know, it would be, it'd be a pretty fresh place. There would be no challenges for a start. You'd be no people doing... And anyone that did challenges, you'd be... Um, yeah, we just have this real sweet showering facility. I just have just out of the, out of the main capital where people would just go for showers and never be seen again. That's what I'd do there. Um, I know what would I have in my town. I would have definitely have a government for a start to get that going. I would have lots of those wee um booths with drips on it. So if you've gone out for too many drinks, you can just get dripped up and get all that sweet hydration pumped in you, so you don't get hangovers. Hit that. Mm. I would have cheaper nannies so like you could just get your kids looked after cheaper and i would also have i would just i would have bubble blowing machines just always pumping bubbles around the city i think i would look pretty dope and yeah what else would i have loads of free heroin just i've never tried it before people seem to like it to take it so I just give the people what they want make my city pretty dope and i've no littering if you litter you get shot and 
I would give guns to stage fucking everyone, but they wouldn't be real bullet guns, they'd be nerf guns. So if you're just having too many issues with people, you wanted to step up in someone's grill, they couldn't actually murder you with a gun, they could just like cause you a bit of annoyance, which I think is better than being, you know, full murdered. Ritzy Nipples has said, which is Karen Bartlett's fiance, has given me a difficult question saying, fuck Mary murder, she and Todd, Karen Bartlett, Mickey Bartlett go. Um, I marry Shane because I think we're in many ways already like a bit of a married couple. So that would be quite an easy transition. Um, I would fuck Karen because you asked me the question, Chloe, and I want to make you gel. And I would murder Mick because I just think Mick would be more dead on about it. You know, but yeah, I'd just be like, look, this is why I made the decision, Mick. Um, you know, don't be... And he'd be like, nah, fair enough. I, I get, get what you mean. And I reckon he'd just be more sound about it. I think Karen would probably be... He'd cause a bit of a scene if I had to murder him, and Shane would definitely cause a scene. So I'd just be like, yeah, Mick, I think Mick would take it better. And he probably acknowledges that he does not, isn't long for this world anyway, so I, I, yeah, I, would, I would murder Mick. Um, Chris Henning, my, my man, I said, Hey, Papa Bear Extraordinaire, Cracker Podcast last time round. My question on how to cope with the baby in traffic jam opened up at Pandora's box. Loved it. Yeah, it did. Got me into a real rant. I seem to be a real ranty bastard these days. Um, as a fellow parent, it was great to hear, as you know, being a parent is tough as shit. Anyways, my question is, as the Bullroot politicians in Northern Ireland couldn't organise a piss up in a brewery, if you were First Minister, what would be the first thing, you, law you bring in to make this wee country great? I think I sort of touched on it a wee bit earlier on, but I can't remember because, uh, hey, I've got a, a brain like a goldfish. Uh, that's died so it's hard to actually go back and remember what would I, my laws be um, I would definitely have a who gives a fuck about offence law within reason like verbal offence see if you do like literal offensive acts of like just you know just touching your wire and stuff in the street I'd definitely still make that illegal but like if you say something that someone doesn't like it they can't just be all offended because hey guess what nothing happens and you're offended it just fucking wastes people time. They talk about it. I cannot believe he said that. I would also um, make like flags and sectional symbols and stuff. Like the 10th or 12th or 15th or 20th thing in the agenda. I would move. I would take any party out that just couldn't do functional day-to-day things. And we're, would let things like their own opinion stop basic human rights from happening you know I would uh, hmm I would let people who want to get married get married um, because see to be fair I don't think have as somebody who's getting married myself I don't think a lot of the gay community who are wanting to get married know the, the ins and outs and stresses of getting married and if they did maybe they wouldn't be so keen to make it a thing but I would let them do it if they want because hey plan a wedding is stressful I'd let the gay community get married. Wouldn't care about that. I would. I don't know. I just think sectarianism's like so last year. You know what I mean? It's like so thirty years ago. I don't care if you support Rangers or Celtic. You should be bullied on the fact that they're both shit teams and get stomped by anyone. Even Arsenal, who I support, and their shit would beat Celtic or Rangers. Um, I think that whole Catholic Protestant things. Just I'm, I'm over it now. I'm done with it. I'd put that in the back burner. And I would focus on what we're better at as a place. 
which is painting, sport, and just general crack. Because some of the purest crack in this whole continent comes from NI, baby. Get me that cooked up on a spoon and in my veins. Yeah. Um, not don't take drugs, just joking. But that's it, I probably do. I mean, first laws. And it also just stopped the DUP and Sinn Féin from being allowed to be in government because they're both fucking disgraceful. Um, Holly Crooks. Dave, hope you're well. Yep, I'm great, Holly. Thank you. Um... Hi too, yeah, well she's asleep man, don't worry about that. Any tips on how to deal with an absolute bastard of a neighbour? He has CCTV directing into my garden and I feel like I'm on the East Belfast version of Love Island slash Big Brother. Whoa, you've asked me a question which turns out to be dun dun dun, my specialist subject. Bet you didn't think that. Bet you didn't think you'd be tuning into the weird podcast to be getting legit advice as to what to do. Um, I'll tell you how to deal with them. First and foremost, where's the camera directing? If it's directed into your property, that uh, would be a breach of his tenancy. I agree with it's a, a social housing tenancy that he has, and that would be a breach of that, his contract, which he could have his, uh, his tenancy terminated. If he is... A private rental tenant that could be in breach of his tenancy agreement with his landlord, and if he is a homeowner, that could be um, in breach of your own privacy, and that could be something to speak to the the police about. If it's just that, I'd definitely maybe give a call to the police and get them to call and speak to them. If not, maybe get in touch with like the housing executive or the council about it. Maybe council if you don't want to go down the route of police first, give a ring to their antisocial behaviour team. And get somebody out for that. Community safety will cover that. If you look up the the number on the website. And just try and deal with it that way. Um, because if for example. You wanted to. I don't know. Be sunbathing in like some sort of skimpy attire. And he was filming that. You know that's. It's voyeurism. Get him done. That's what I'd say do. If you have any further uh, questions needed. Just ask me again. I'm more than happy to help. More than happy to get involved with the advice. Maddie Carlton, Carla Tonioni, has said Shane shared his hairstyle with us from 2008. But what was your worst hairstyle? Um, I have a two. I um, was a big fan of Busted back in school days. Loved them. Thought it would be cool to grow my hair out and uh, frost them and try to look like Charlie from Busted. Ended up looking like Jack Black. He's also a sweet guy. Didn't realise at the time when I was younger. Just thought it was a fat guy with long hair. That's how I looked. That was pretty bad hairstyle. Then also thought I was going bald at the age of 21. Bicked my head right down. Bald, bald, bald. And back in those days you didn't trim your eyebrows. You didn't shave those babies down. So I just had two big black caterpillars above my eyes and a completely big bald head. Turns out when I don't have hair on my dome, it looks like he ain't got no skull either. It just goes straight to brain. I've got a brain head. It's not a nice sight. So whenever I go bald, which is inevitable, it's on the way. I'm stressed out with my life, man. I've had a kid. I've just moved house and I'm getting married. Whoa, how do I have any hair? I'm just going for the long back and sides. That's the style I go for whenever I go bald. All this bicking it all off and just going bald all over. Nah. I'm going to cultivate the hair I've got. I'm going to go for a Hulk Hogan or a Terry Nutkins haircut when I go bald. Just grow it down the back and side. And, uh... Hey, brother, what are you going to do when you go bald, dude? Grow hair like Hulk Hogan. Get it dyed, bleached blonde. Get it straightened, conditioned, and cut off at the bottom with a ruler. So I'm going to do. And always wear bandanas, because when it comes off, he looks fucking ridiculous. 
they're probably my worst hairstyles. Um, Aaron Butler, my man, the sugar butt himself, has asked, how excited are you for the stag do coming up? Hey, my stag do is in three weeks. And I'm excited a little bit. I'm a nervous. Yes. But mainly excited because I'm just going to go away with my best friends for a few days, celebrate my last few days of freedom and just get drunk and have a wild time. Lord knows what they've up their sleeve for me. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. I just know the dates. I've had the book those off work and I'm excited about getting that off. Albeit it might be a bit of a struggle to be away from the baby, but hey, I'm not that soppy. I'll deal with it. I'll cope. You know, I'll focus. But very excited, Aaron, and I hope you are too. Um, Official Jakester, my man, he's asked me this question before. What's he up to? Um, Jake has asked, what do you think of Linfield? You know what, man? Never think of them other than what a shit football team that is. So, guys, that's an appropriate way to end the podcast. I don't know how long I've been talking for. Feels like it's a century. Oh, whoa, 56 minutes normally. I like to do 45. What the fuck? I'm definitely missing Love Island tonight. Guys, thanks for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe on all the podcasts. Yeah, and retweet it and stuff or share it on Facebook when you see the podcast come out. Because, hey, the more people listen, the more love we get. And the more love I get, the more love I give. Because I am like a modern day Michael Jackson. We are the world. We are the children. We are the ones that make better days or less dark even. There are children that need when Megan Bell and Luke. I'd have lost the words halfway through that, but... Uh, that was just me finishing off the nice Michael Jackson song. So, see us next week. Ow! <laughs> so weird.